Good evening, children of opulence. Actually, it's the middle of the day, so I don't know why I said evening, but it may be wherever you are right now. Uh, I feel very rich and perky because I got reassigned on my flight home to a first class seat. So it was just a preview of what's to come in my future. Really, I've never felt so comfortable. That's awesome, actually. Yeah, it's literally never happened to me since I was like 14. (laughs) I think it was just because there weren't enough rich people going on a flight on Friday night after Thanksgiving. Because <laughs> there were a few of us who don't didn't belong. There. <laughs> Not a I few of us who didn't belong. <laughs> I was like, oh. You belong. You belong. Oh, I certainly was like, I knew right away. I was like, yes, can I please have a glass of sparkling wine and a water? I have to drive home tonight. <laughs> um, and then followed it up with a little red. So it was great. Shout out to Delta. Sponsor me. They even changed the pass. This is so brand new of me, but they changed the pass on your Apple wallet to from like blue to red. If you're first class, and I was like, I accept. <laughs> like, it was just way too easy. I was like, this is what my life should be like. So maybe that's why I'm in such Every a good day. mood today. Also, I didn't work all week. So I think that's also why I'm in a good mood. You didn't work all week? No. Oh, wow. I've worked all of 2021. So <laughs> I took You deserved off. a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just hung out with my grandmother. So um, that was a different work, but not really. It was just like, <laughs> it was just nodding whenever she said something um, grumpy or offensive. So I was just like, mm-hmm, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Cool, cool, cool. But we we always have a ball together. Um, we spent Thanksgiving watching Forensic Files and another scary one. Um, what is it called? I don't fucking know, but it was stuff that I, it's not family viewing. It was a lot of like people. Criminal minds. I don't know. It was just, I mean, it was like very in the criminal minds world. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, but it was true crime. Yeah. We watched the true crime network all day for all of Thanksgiving. Like she was mad because I, well, she wasn't mad, but she like made a comment where she's like, I've never watched the entire Thanksgiving day parade before. And I was like, well, I've never watched all 16 hours of forensic files in a row before. So here, here we, we are. are exploring <laughs> the things. How did you spend your Thanksgiving? Um, I didn't know that you were a baker, Miss <laughs> Strawberry Multilayered. This motherfucker is posting her stories, like layering all these ingredients. I didn't even know she was capable of. I really worked so hard. I really do like to bake, <sighs> but I haven't baked in so long. Like I'll bake maybe once or twice a year. This cake ended up being so big, I did not think ahead of time. <laughs> You're like, how am I going to take this in the car? I was like, John, you do? do not hit any like <laughs> bumps, like drive very slowly. And luckily his parents don't live far. So um, I just came in with this generous cake and was like, cake and was like, pre, you know, like just saying the cake is larger than I thought because I was like a little embarrassed. But the cake ended up being really good. Everyone really liked it. So it looked amazing. Like, yes. I, I put brownie points. Love it. Um, yeah. But yeah, that and his mom. Animals. Yeah. His mom had us playing bingo for money. So that was fun. I won three times. Yes. Ooh. And, you know, just, it was a great day. That sounds delightful. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I did <sighs> Friendsgiving last week. Oh, yeah. I saw our left, which was like, a manic idea but it worked out in the end and now I'm just worried all my friends like each other more than they like me no <laughs> I introduced all my like 
but it was cute. I introduced like all my high school friends and my college friends and other friends. And so there was a merge. Yes. And it came together. And did you cook everything or was it like a potluck? Oh, no, no, no. We, we did a potluck. Um, I'm not that unwell. Yeah. I did like, we, I did what's called pernil, which is like a slow roasted Puerto Rican pork, which I had never made before. So again, real ballsy that like the day before yes. I leave, I was like, oh yeah, let me do this thing that takes like eight hours to roast and three days to marinate that I've never done before, but, but it, was it was probably successful. really good. It was successful and my friends aren't shy. So they took a lot home with them. I was like, um, can you leave some for me when I come back from yeah. But they did, they did. And then everyone did their piece. So I did that. I made like our version of eggnog, coquito, and then stuffing. Cause I love making stuffing. So those were my like little trifecta. And then everyone else brought like green beans and mac and cheese. Like I gave everybody, like a lot of my friends have a specialty. So luckily I was like, let's work smarter not harder yeah I have a friend who all like has this classic apple pie recipe someone else who has like a mac and cheese amber did mac and cheese and so she got to grace the fans with that and then um somebody else did like I was bamboozled into liking both cauliflower and kale on this day so that's how you know people know what they're doing because usually I graciously decline what was it like a kale collard greens no this was like just like an autumn salad and I think that was kale was in it because it was that wavy looking one yeah kale and and I've been exposed to kale before but I just don't seek it out she must have massaged it very well for the salad I think so massage kale yeah because it was like, like edible absolutely but she did really well so yeah it was really cute we all just like hung out it was like almost like thanksgiving because like everybody was eating and then everybody's like slumped for two hours and then we kept drinking and then everyone went on their merry way and so i liked it because i kind of started the holiday season yeah that's a, that sounds so i like funny. to be first always <laughs> not competitive or anything never last <laughs> no never never that <laughs> not always trying to be number one <laughs> but always I always just end up being that way it, it just is what it is yeah so I watched these episodes like kind of chaotically this week so I'm just gonna like go with what I can recall I'm looking at my notes and I'm like wow like first of all Salt Lake gave us so much and then of course Girls Trip gave us so fucking much and then Winter House was good too I was like I don't even know what was my favorite this week yeah I think and, uh, I think Girls Trip is my favorite because it's like a yeah. new concept. Mm-hmm. Because and I like them all together. Oh, and also I, before I left, I ordered that book, Not All Diamonds and Rosé. Oh, yeah. Um, with the background and I've been reading it and it like makes me watch the show twice now because of all the like little, you know, like things that you think about with production and stuff. So I've got, I've got my it. thinking cap on guys, <laughs> critical eyes everywhere. I've got to order it. Not all It done. actually is bomb as hell. I will say, cause I just like that the way the author like intercut everything, like you would have a cast member, like you'd have somebody talking about a situation, like a trip or something. And you'd have a cast member say one thing really like adamantly. And then mm-hmm. you really have like either Andy Cohen or production person being like, that wasn't true. <laughs> they made that up. <laughs> and so there are a lot of call-outs. The Orange County chapter is amazing and the New York chapter is amazing. Oh, okay. They were uh, like ordering. grilling Jill Zarin's ass, which I loved. Because she's annoying. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I'll say Girl Strip is my favorite. Salt Lake City had like has a lot of momentum, but like we'll get into it. I'm kind of worried they're turning into like Dallas. Like I'm worried that they're like burning too hot too fast. I hope not. And they're gonna just like and then Winter House was fine, but I think it was just like too much for six episodes. Like Winter House reminds me of this time in college where like I was with 12 friends. I think I've referred to this before because of Winter House and Gabby, like. I was with 12 friends sitting out for a hurricane, um, like senior year of college when we had that little evacuation. It would have been your junior year, right? Yeah. You're, you're younger yeah. than me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, When we had that little evacuation, like in the beginning of September, and it was just like so much fun at first. And then by the end, I was like, I've had enough. And so like Winter House was just like having that fourth day of leftovers from Thanksgiving, like- it was still delicious, but I was like, and now we can say goodbye. It was a lot stuffed into, well, I guess it wasn't really a lot stuffed into an episode. I was, I was wanting more. I was up, like disappointed, not upset. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was just like, boom, 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 boom. And then that last episode was like, Bring. yeah, it was a lot going on. Um, Austin's the worst, but we'll get there. Well, so what did we say we were doing first? We were going to do. I think we did say Winter House. Winter House first. Um, oh, okay. Well, then um, we're here. <laughs> All my notes about Austin, I have the red flag emoji next to every quote by Red him. flag, red flag, like, red flag. Ah, I just was like, worst. Sierra, run. Like, run, Sierra, run. <laughs> Ooh, we might have to do a Bachelorette update at the end, but we'll we'll give that two minutes. <gasps> you said a Bachelorette update? There, yeah, like a Bachelor Nation. Oh, I, okay, I'm down. I haven't caught up on The Bachelorette because. I'll, I'll explain the tea to you. It's not about Michelle because Michelle is thankfully she's, a good girl. She's so, an, she's such an angel. But the season's a her. little, it's a little boring. I think maybe I've yeah. just seen too much. It was just like it's not Bachelor in Paradise, she's a Bachelorette. Person. Yeah. It was just, it's been a lot of Bachelor. So I think. Well, yeah, you're it. also like in the year that there's like two Bachelorettes and two Bachelors. And it's like, nobody asked for that. Yeah. Please Wait, who's the second bachelor? They are going to try to cast someone after this Clayton man. And um, there were rumors it was going to be Blake, who was engaged to Kate. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Back to one. Wait. Back to okay. Wait. Back Blake and Kate? <laughs> no, we have to get into this now. I am uh, like, I cannot. into <laughs> the City of Roses. Sorry. Everybody. I cannot deal. Sorry, guys. Actually, okay. I'm not sorry because you probably, if you don't know one another. <laughs> Yeah, this is how our brains work. Um, so you're aware that Katie and Blake are a broken up? No, yes I no? do not know that. Oh, this is messiness. Oh my God, I will send you everything later. So basically, first of all, Katie, really here for the fame more than anybody and in a not well at hiding it way. So, you know, she gets engaged to Blake, even though Aunt Lindsay was staring him down with daggers in mm-hmm. that family episode. And then they broke up at the end of October. And then at the beginning of November, aka like three weeks ago, she, you know how like Taylor Swift had this new album. Are you aware of the white woman world of that? No. What's that? So, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't even think that counts. Anyway, so Taylor Swift was like re-releasing an album for business you don't care about. And so. I think Katie I know about made, that. But Katie made this um post on her Instagram stories that was called 12 days of messy. So, you know, I honed in when I saw that word, I was like, Ooh, what's this? And so she basically assigned a different cast member 
a different guy from each of her cast a song from that album. And so first she was being shady, giving each guy, including Blake, a song. And it's basically that album that like they released as a breakup album. It's like all about Jake Gyllenhaal, whatever. Breakup album. So every song is basically about a breakup. And then at the end, there's a song about like, okay, this is over and I'm ready to begin again. Mm -hmm. Literally again, maybe three weeks after the breakup was announced with Blake. And when she posts the begin again song, she posts this guy from her cast who she let go in week two, who she was platonic in quotes. I believe it, but it's still messy. Platonic friends with after filming was over. And now she's dating him. She moved fast. It's wild. And honestly, she didn't not do the right thing but she made the right choice at the end because he was super cute like i remember when she got rid of him i was like i don't really know anything about him but i feel like she should have given him more time and what happened is like she moved to san diego at some point and that's where he was living and so they became friends and supposed and like blake knew they were friends and it was non-threatening and blah 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 and then Mm. it's like a whole thing because people are just coming after it and it's like okay high key none of our business Technically, the timelines don't overlap, yada, yada, yada. But um, it's just like keeps drawing more attention because then the new guy posted something in like a Reddit thread saying like, don't accuse us of that or the other. So it's a mess. And speaking of mess, Brendan and Piper are still together. Um, (laughs) They posted pictures together. And he said he wrote something in his caption of like, blah, blah, blah. with God's grace, we've been able to survive. And I felt like Nini Leakes was God. She's like, now why'd y'all have to bring me into this? I was <laughs> like, God does not want to be a part of your love, Brenton. Like, a uh, wreck, a true wreck. And then we, of course, we have Tasha and Zach breaking up, which I'm not surprised about TV. Yeah, I saw that. Um... That's what triggered, that's what triggered this whole conversation. Cause when you said run Sierra, it reminded me of, I was with my grandmother for Christmas last year. And I, she was like, do you want to watch something? And I said, well, I'd like to watch this finale of The Bachelorette. And she obliged me. And when Zach was doing his long ass proposal, she literally said to the, cam- the TV, my grandma said, run, girl, run. Because <laughs> she said Zach had crazy eyes. <laughs> oh, no. Not your grandma knowing. So, my grandma Judy knew before everybody else knew. You heard it here first. Ugh. Judy Lang's Judy knew before. Um, I just knew looked on at, December twenty second, twenty twenty. I just looked at Piper and um, what's his name? Brendan. Brendan. I was trying to forget um, their Instagram and gross. Yeah, and then Mari brought Mari brought Kenny to Puerto Rico, and I was like, let's not don't bring my island into it too. We don't need to be a part of that. <laughs> like. Your island is Nini. Why, why, why you gotta bring me up? Why? Why y'all gotta bring me into this? <laughs> <laughs> like, or it's, I just, I was like, some people when they post about, they just make it look so tacky that I'm like, mm, you should have cleared this with me first. Mm-hmm. As I said, anybody who would like to visit the island of Puerto Rico or talk about it or post about it, you know, it's mine. So please uh, consult with me first. 
I'm sure many people disagree. I'm like the JLo of Puerto Rico where they're like, well, you're not from here. You don't live here. So shout out to the haters because I'm still JLo in that scenario. Well, they can kiss ass. <laughs> kick rocks. Yeah, you tell them, India. Kick rocks. I love a kick rocks. <laughs> All right. So I did the, I'll do the winter house breakdown. I kind of did it like a little event lines, but also like couple update lines. So we can start with like Sierra and Austin in general. And like, it starts with him, like having to talk to her about Madison. Do you notice that they're always talking about nothing? Like they're like both them and Paige and Andrea, like they just talk in circles in the most abstract ways. So like, yeah, but you know, um, my girl Paige, she played it right. Sierra playing it wrong. Lindsay, so proud of her progress. I loved Lindsay and Jason. Yeah. I love them. But yeah, They they were the only ones on the same page. Correct. Yeah. Their page was probably just like, this is for now. We'll move on later. Yeah. They said, you know, we'll get to it. But yeah. So Sierra and Austin, all I like, literally, we basically heard them say nothing except like, he just was like, yeah, my ex stresses me out. And then he said to her, this is where the first red flag emoji came up. You haven't asked anything, which is amazing. Why can't she ask anything? And then right. right after she's in an interview saying, I value a communicative relationship and that's what we have. And I'm like, girl, no, you don't. That's that's exactly what you don't have. Y'all aren't talking about shit except being like, you're cute. No, you're cute. I'm going to follow your cute self out here. Go fuck yourselves. You're stupid. No, it's just. Kick rocks. <laughs> no, Sierra. Austin is just being a fuck boy. Hi, Sierra. Que bobita. oh man okay as katie ross once said i didn't call you stupid i called you dumb there's a difference yeah but their little wrap-up was very like it's very clear they neither of them want to commit whether so like that kind of made the conflict later that we'll get into with amanda and austin kind of like not redundant but not necessary because sierra just kept being like I'm afraid to like somebody. And it's like, okay. And then. <laughs> Guys, I'm over here on the struggle. <laughs> <laughs> on the struggle bus. This was a bad idea. <laughs> India cannot get her work set up right today. We're filming on it. We're recording on a Saturday, which is not our usual. So we're really we're playing <laughs> see, guys. Moose night again. Um, yeah, I decided to film from another location, and it's not working out. And it is like the Matrix. Like, I can't, I can't comfortable, and then the wires, and I'm like, uh. all yeah, right, guys, you would be a terrible Charlie's Angel. No. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Sarah's all I'm scared to like somebody, and then. Austin was like, I can't do long distance. I'm like, Charleston to Atlanta? I didn't Google Maps it, but it can't be that bad. It's not that bad. Austin is being a fuckboy. I was going to say, like, I don't like using, like, super buzzy words, but that was the only summary. It was like, he is a fuckboy. He's doing the other one that they say the love bombing. Mm-hmm. And then there was something Definitely like he bombing. just kept saying like all these chaotic statements to her or like asking her questions in that way where like he wants mm-hmm. her to say the answer. Like, do you like me or do you not? Like, like it was just all super creepy. 
Like he's mm-hmm. 33 or 34. Stop it. Like, but that's again why he's dating a 24 or 25 year old because he can't. Because he can't. Yeah. Mess. And it's like, and it doesn't have to be serious. Yeah. He's not, you know, and he, he's not emotionally available, but you should have communicated that from the beginning instead yeah, of. And just, and just go day by day. They were mm-hmm. just like so enamored with the fantasy of it all instead of just being like, let's have fun. And then um, the worst one he said was like, what's going to happen when you break my heart? Like he's trying to self-prophetize. To make I it said powerful. that same thing. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Trash, trash, trash. Run, girl, run. <laughs> That's all I Get out of here. And then we have Paige and Andy. And they were doing like, well, I don't like that they call Mandy because I feel like it's Americanizing everything. But anyway, Paige and Andrea. And I didn't really have much to say about them because it just feels like they mutually agreed. Like, I bet you they texted each other and was like, we don't like each other, but let's just act cute on the cameras so that we are relevant for the rest of the series. Like, it was all just very faux cutesy to me as well. I think it was, I don't think it was a faux cutesy. I think that what happened was that Paige got the impression, obviously, from him that like, especially when he didn't cuddle her in bed, it was like, is he really that into me? I'm going to pull back because I've done that before. It's like, actually, I'm going to make some distance between me and this person because I don't need them. And I need to show them that I don't need them. And I think because she pulled that reverse psychology, he was like, wait, she's not. Okay. No, I actually like her. I have faith in Paige. I have that faith. I said, I love that you have that much faith in Paige's intellect. I have that much faith in you, but not in her. (laughs) See, I believe that. I don't even think she knows what she's like. Amen, girl. Nah, I I think Amen. that she thought she was pulling that and then he just agreed to go along with it, high key, just to finish out the series so that he wouldn't look like a villain. I definitely but, don't think that he didn't want to look, look like a villain, but I wonder what exactly like, happened between them. Like, because I do I think, think that it worked, but I said, but you know, I mean, maybe to hope that he slept with her, but I don't think he liked her. Yeah, I don't know if they like slept with each other, but I do think that maybe they went back to New York, had a couple dates, and then it was just like fizzled off. Like, all right, whatever. Or Craig came in and was like, hung out for those two dates they talked about and then ended it. You think so? Yeah, because I'm like, what did they have to talk about? Nothing. I mean, hmm. I have faith in my pagey. Wow. You have a history of having faith in the wrong people, so. Um. Excuse me, Miss uh, used to like Meredith. Meredith? No, you used to hate Lisa. This is true. Okay, I'll give you that. I was like, don't ever put my name and Meredith Marks' name together. I have faith in Paigey. Okay. (laughs) I have faith that she and Craig are a match. Because they are that too. of intelligence. Um, Not that Andrea is smart. (laughs) Just in terms of like personal intelligence. And them just meshing in general. I think they mesh better. Yeah, they're nice and very tacky together. Um, <laughs> Ruby with the shade. That? Shady Saturday. Did you hear the dubbed um, thing by Andrea of like, I'll take you on a date on Tuesday to the restaurant Mm-mm. and play it back. It sounds like he's on a ride at Disney World. <laughs> like, because... There's a lot of times, and it's usually really obvious, like when they couldn't pick up the sound for something later in post production, they'll be like, "Hey, can you oh no, it? I did, no, I did hear it." You're talking about on the show. The restaurant in Italian. Yeah, I was like, "What is this?" I was, I was like, like what? "Sir, 
calm down. This is not the Olive Garden. Calm down. <laughs> I was wondering what that was. I was like, why is he? He did they get him saying this later? No, they really did. And he really went with it. And so then they do like the, um, this was their last day. So they go to the snow mountain one more time. And they're like all dressed in the most chaotic outfits. Mostly like neon theme, but they were just kind of like wear whatever your wackiest look is. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Julia's like pink and purple situation and Amanda's outfit. They were both quite fun. Yeah, the others were a hot mess. Mess, mess, mess. Also, it was wild that it was like 55 degrees when they had that last day and like nobody wanted to wear those clothes. Because that's like fairly warm. Yeah. To be doing all of that like physical And skiing and, and like in the sun. You're already in the I sun, like so it's hot. I certain slopes for them because there's no way they would be able to film all that in like dealing with the other crowds. Yeah, I wonder if they had like an area secluded for them or something. That's the only way I would be able to learn too. I would only be able to learn if somebody closed an entire mm-hmm. slope for my ass. Because I don't want to run into people. Yeah, and then that's when we have Jason and Lindsay talking. And like we said, they were the best because they were just like very much in agreement. Like they were very vague about it to an abstract, but it was just kind of like they were just more realistic where it's like we enjoy this and we'll just see how it works out on the other Bloody side. Of title. Which is what Sierra and Austin should have done. Like it didn't have to be that big a deal. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to be crying and fighting about it. And then they get ready. They go home. They get ready for the booby party was the last theme, which what a choice a lot (laughs) like it was funny and then they were all dressed like a lot of the girls were dressed as if it was like a 60s theme like was there another theme beforehand and it fell through so then they just called it the booby party like i was confused i was confused too because because lindsey page Page dresses audrey hepburn yeah so they all had like different looks she was like audrey hepburn and andrea said that to her doing her favors Oh, she was dressed as what was it? Breakfast at Tiffany's, like mod yeah. look. Like she was wearing like an orange dress and then doing like the boxy hair. So what look. was Sierra doing with the latex dress? I don't know. Thinking she's in Vegas or something. And then I can't remember what Gabby that. wore leather pants, and then Lindsay like the other ones were just like let's look hot, yeah, yeah. And then Lindsay had a dress like Paige's, and then what's her name? Amanda That's- and Julia were dressed like they get boob jobs. That was kind of funny. Yeah, I like that. And then um, I, yeah, I was just like, I don't think this is a theme. And then when Lindsay took her tit out and was like, do you want to suck on it to Julia? I was like, and she took, I am not friends like that with people. Like, mm. I'm very sex positive. And Julia was like, I mean, I might be drunk enough later. I'm like, I, mean, I was like, that got weird. I was like, uh-uh, I don't do friends mm-hmm. like that. That's not my thing. I am not a uh, candy and Porsche at the club. <laughs> Let's take a break here. They are too friends. Aggressive. And then Craig, I think it's hilarious that Craig was always like in the right spot at the right mm-hmm. time. Like in the beginning of the episode, he was in that little like front entrance area while like Paige and Andrea were just like lying on top of each other uselessly. He just happened to be like in the same room just a few feet away you know like yeah. talking to them and then before the party he's like why don't I put my sleeping bag in here and we can have a sleepover and they're like yes Craigie and so I'm like he's like oh, he right. was over Miss Natalie like he had already broken up with her in his head and he was just planting the seeds for Paige for sure for sure and he was like you know I'm over Natalie like all right see what she's doing we know we've been known he was over her when he arrived at the house and said yeah. I have to figure out 
this is how I'll miss her. If you have to say that a lot into her. And then um, I was like, who's letting Kyle and Amanda be the mom and dad of this group and be in charge of stuff? Like they were talking about the whole Austin had confided in Kyle that he doesn't really see like either was like he can't do long distance or doesn't see it moving forward, which are actually two very different statements. But then Kyle in like a fucking mullet and jewels on his forehead is like seriously trying to discuss with Amanda like how they're going to break this down to Sierra like and just like make me laugh more and like the the like you said the awful part of it is is like if they would have just carried it as we're just getting to know each other let's like mm-hmm. just see what happens from the beginning but instead Austin wanted to love bomb Sierra and Sierra you know let her guard down and fell for it and now they're yeah, in this position value when he was just having fun and then of course your ex call your ex calls and it's like I'm confused yeah. again. Like she was a rebound, Sierra. Oh yeah. Call it what yeah. it is. Oh call a spade a spade. Wow, sirs. This is a honest delivery Saturday. <laughs> and Sierra's great. Super I hope Saturday. that she finds the best guy, but it ain't Austin. And more what happens next is proof is what proves that yeah also yeah the so amanda like just tries to pull him aside and have a chat with him and i had like i've always thought this like watching southern charm like obviously that cast particular everyone has a little internalized misogyny in them but like Mm -hmm. the southern cast definitely does because whenever the guys do shit together it's okay but whenever the women get involved they get spiteful and loud and aggressive and so that's literally what happened Austin was so aggressive and I yeah. wish Amanda would have stood up to him more and not have cried because then that completely <laughs> defeated. But she's a crier. So that was just her natural response. She's got to get a grip on that because you've got to learn to put your big girl panties on, not cry, stand up for yourself, even if it's tearing someone down the way Candace does. I wish it I, like, see, I wish that Candace would have embodied Amanda and just completely. Yeah. No, I wish. <laughs> Candace from Real Housewives of oh, you Potomac do and oh, her yeah. ways of just using her words to cut at people. Oh, I see what you're saying. You wish Amanda was like that. Okay, yeah, that. in that moment, instead of crying and like, fuck you, Austin, go to hell. I'm like, girl, no, that's not the way we well, do it. Well, at things. least she told him to fuck off because that's no, more she, than a lot of women. I do. would have em- emasculated that motherfucker. I would have you little bitch figuratively taken his, taken his balls smashed them into a smoothie and made him drink it. Oh, wow. Through his penis. And India's the pacifist of this duo. So this wow, is that was actually very, like, gruesome. Taking yeah. his balls, making a smoothie, taking obviously taking his dick off and making him drink it through his penis as a straw. I feel ill. <laughs> wow. Your grandma... Influenced me with her forensics files. I know that was some forensics file shit. It was that that is like some like that's um, literally a case I saw with her on Thanksgiving evening. (laughs) (laughs) God damn, Uh, Austin's disgusting. The way he talked to her, I was just absolutely like like, infuriated. Had to drag him away like they were at a college frat party. Again, sir, you're 34 years old. Please get it together. And being drunk is not an excuse to yeah. talk to Amanda that way because Amanda again was being nice. Oh, she was super nice. But then I was also mad at Kyle because even Paige is like, go defend oh, your girl. She tell him she was like, Hey, do you want to defend your fiance? And then he's like, 
he said like one thing he's like are you talking to my fiance like that I'm like, I appreciate Kyle for finally sticking up for her, but it took forever for Amanda to be and like, took, fuck you. Another person telling him to do it. He did not. Awful. And he's that. like, you're really just going to talk to my fiance that way? I'm like, that's all you're going to fucking say? Because my my man and I think a lot of women would not mm-hmm. stand up, like be there for, you know, like want to be with a guy who can't stick up for them. Yeah. anyone. Even if know. they're pissed about doing so, even if later, because that would have been John. John would have been like, sticking up for me but then behind closed doors like why did why you have to confront him like why did you have to like keep like stay out of people's it's business Kyle's fault, so yeah and that be- that's true because he shouldn't have told her but yeah. Ugh, that annoyed me sorry and then sierra was in a bad mood and he literally austin turned to her and was like why are you stressing for no reason Bitch, there's like 70 reasons. That's yeah. why she's stressed because she doesn't know who you are because you turn into a fucking monster whenever there's alcohol and, and because you're leading her on, you're making her think that like this, this is this fairy tale. Like you fall in love meeting someone in Vermont when in reality you're not emotionally available and you just want mm-hmm. something fun and want just which is fine. But oh, you yeah. both need to be in agreement on that. Like me and John were like that for a year. We were both oh, yeah. like, you know, we just got our relationships. Let's just be like, you just take things day by day. Let's just take things day by day by day, and then it turned into more. But like, you just it doesn't have always to, have to be like. It doesn't always have to be black and white. And, yeah, or like they say, like it has to reach this at the end. It's like no, it doesn't. You can always just like start something casually or friendly, and let it just or, grow organically, and or not grow. Yeah, like, just let something run its course one way or the other not everything has to be just oh we go on dates and then like we got together like no that's not the yeah. real world it's been one year so now we proposed and then it's this and then we do this and then you have to like calm down kind of like amanda i mean amanda and kyle were that way to be honest yeah i, I mean kyle was a liar or the plan and he cheated on her you know that that's not a part of the plan that i'm discussing <laughs> ladies but Cheating is not part of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they got, they, they, they started out as just a hookup and then grew and grew and grew organically. And they took breaks and then realized, yeah. oh, should you want to be around each other more than other people? And that's always a good test, too. Mm-hmm. And I always also say, like, someone, a couple can break up, like, legitimately break up once and get back together and still work out because yeah. it's like, Sometimes you just have to see, like, what is this like? And then get back with it. If you're the kind that, like, it's a Tinsley and Scott, we break up every hour, then that's different. Y'all yeah, no, toxic. But you can break up once, for real, and then get back together. Yeah, I think be, twice is pushing it. Be, you know, events in your life. It could be a lot of things. That is just not the right moment. Just once. Twice is a lot. And then they do all their departures. Um Watching them pack the day that they're leaving gave me a lot of anxiety because we know I'm a scheduler and a planner. Um, mm-hmm. I would have been packed like 48 hours ahead of time. Yeah, same. I like, would have started packing for the last two days. Slowly, ago. I would have slowly and, like, started packing, boxes, putting my stuff. Paige had so much stuff. I was like, "That's she does too much." I'm sorry. Two weeks and you have boxes like you're like you're moving into an apartment. It was stupid. It was stupid as hell. Um, that like that's my thing is like it's hard to watch the show because like it's such an expansive like age group mm-hmm. and like Julia, Gabby, Lindsay, even Amanda all read to me like equivalent age wise with the guys in the group. 
but Paige and Sarah just read too young to me. Like Paige and Sarah should be on like an MTV dating show. Like, are you the one or something like that? Because how old are the rest of them there? They're just like sitting there up against the wall, like musing about their futures. I was like, they seem like us in college. (laughs) Like they don't even seem like whatever ages they actually are. How old are they? How much younger are they? I would say compared to there's like 25 pages, 28 um all the guys are definitely like 30 plus and like luke and kyle are like late 30s the other guys are like mid 30s and then amanda's like 29 or 30 and i don't know about those two new girls but hub house is like 33 or 34 yeah so they are the young the youngest of the group i just think they're like the most emotionally immature those two because like you also have to remember really? like Paige lived at home didn't like move out for college you know does everything with mom and dad still like she just yeah i don't think i know that's your girl but i don't think she's that deep <laughs> i don't think i am um, i don't know i think that maybe she is like she does rely on her parents for stuff but i, I wish she knows who she is quite honestly she does though and I think Sierra does too. I think they're just young and I think, I think they just make mistakes is- that like younger that we not even younger. I think that they just make make mistakes that are easily are easy to make, but that we want to avoid. Yeah. With men. I like Sierra has more like maturity in a practical sense, but when it comes to all this relationship stuff, like they're both a mess. I think they just have been through things, you know? I think Sierra's past. They've been through. <laughs> well, I think Sierra and, like, her history, like, her daddy issues and she, that she's sure. very honest about, yeah. like, make her hard, like, harder or to, you know, like, just less emotionally available or f- afraid of being emotionally sure. vulnerable. And so that's, like, a normal thing. I think Paige, I don't know, really. I don't know what Paige's deal is. But I think that she played i think her thing is like she sees how her parents are and she wants that she thought that like she would have would have been with somebody by now that she wants to marry but she hasn't living in this other lifestyle like the new york city thing where there's like you know she wants the traditional like upstate new york italian family thing but then you're in new york city with everyone who's always looking for the next best thing including yourself so is it impossible to find love in new york though is it impossible to find all right carrie bradshaw that's enough (laughs) um i'm the angel ruby is the devil it's whoa 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 whoa. labels (laughs) those are harmful india i am optimistic and ruby is pessimistic or Uh, that she would say realistic versus realistic i would say you sound like john person but i'm also when i read people like not in a read people but in a analyze people we know i've grown up around a lot of particular styles of people as a young child so it's just like easy to kind of read someone for who they are and it's not a good thing or bad thing but it's you have to make like your environment match your goals or your actions match your goals right like if i want to be a size zero and i am eating like fucking chinese food 50 times a day you know those look at ruby and i I'm focused on the past because of my psychology background. And I'm like, you know, past trauma, past like experiences that shape who you are now. And Ruby's like, okay, well, match your environment with how, how you want to actually be though. Yeah. People. Well, I just like don't have time for people who say they want one thing and then go do something else. Yeah. Like you're a schmuck. And so I, I opened the dating apps when I was in New York traveling just to see what the pick was like. And guess what? It's dire unless you just want to be with a douchebag because they all look like assholes. And I guess it's like, like finding love in LA. 
it's not yeah. impossible, but it's hard. And yeah. And like, it's like, if you want a real one, you got to be a real one. And like, she's into being like an Amazon fashion find person. Like that's what you're going to attract is other like influencer people. Like Craig, I think is the nicest person she's going to find. So we're happy for her. We're glad again, they match energies very well, but guess what? He's not in New York. So that's true. Maybe her looking for that in New York was not making sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I guess like, she doesn't need to look for what, it in New York. What I'll say is like, I respect if that's what she wants to do, like actually focus on her career, actually focus on like enjoying her twenties, but then don't say that this is your story. Like, are you just saying you want to find a love and a husband so that you have a storyline on winter house? Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, when you start producing your own stories, it's going to start turning into bullshit. Mm, I think that she, I think every, well, not everyone wants that, but I think most people want it. But I think she also knows like, I'm young. I'm trying to make money right now. So. Well, she was crying two episodes ago about being 28 and unmarried. So. Yeah. Your girl needs accountability. I need evidence. <laughs> <laughs> I need it to make it. The math ain't math in. Like. Poor girl. I, like, I tried like her, Paige. Her I tried. parents look super nice and like very sweet, but it's like, you're not going to meet a nice man like that in New York city. You'll meet yeah. a rich man. You'll meet a man who'll maintain you, but it's not going to be that same energy of like who your dad is. Yeah. That's all. Sorry, Paige. It's not against you. <laughs> it's against again. Paige, I really, you know, we got into Actions. a heated discussion about Paige for 10 minutes now. Woo. We gave you 10 page. We gave you the 10. page to Sorbo deep dive. Um, but I was weak when Lindsay was talking about something like in relation to guys and Peyton was like, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. And Lindsay turned and was like, how old are you? And she was like 28. And Lindsay was like, there it is. Or something. <laughs> Lindsay was trying to be like, bitch, when you're my age, like if you're desperate now at 28, wait till you get to be my age. She's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Paige better be careful because she makes fun of Lindsay a lot. And it's like, you're going to end up like that <laughs> if you keep calling karma. Oh, but I also think that Lindsay was like, okay, like when you're my age, these are things you, the timeline has to be quicker because I, like, exactly. I, like in, you know, you have time. But Paige is always coming for her. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, oh yeah, like, call a therapist. Lindsay has 35. It's like, baby, slow down. That could be you one day. Yeah. You know, those in glass those houses. Stones, those, who so, those who throw stones. It's know. like those without sin be the first to throw stone. Yeah, something like that. So y'all better put those rocks down, except for us who are kicking them <laughs> everywhere today. Yeah. Also, I liked what Gabby said at the end. Like, I kind of liked her little story most where she was like, you know what? Growth is better than a hookup. And I said, come on, Gabby. Oh, she's Hit so boring. Yawn. So she's so she boring. Was because Yawn. She didn't have, they painted her out, though. Yeah, because her girl Julia did no favors for her, and then I was like, okay, you're not sleeping with someone, then you can't have a story. But I also think that like she didn't. She tried her best. She said she and she said she tried. She was like, I, I really tried to like be more sociable. So. You were supporting her a couple weeks ago with that learning how to talk to people book. Oh, I think that I think that she's great, but she's just born for TV. Yeah, but that's better. Although, wasn't there accusations that like they cut the storyline of like kyle hitting on her or something oh yeah there was that remember that was the whole drama before it aired was like oh you're right they, they did cut that do you think they had more episodes planned and then I think, they decided well no to, i like... think they had 
more footage of her planned. And maybe because of that, maybe that was her storyline. My thing is maybe that was her storyline and it made her um, iced out from everybody else. Because, you know, if Amanda was like, fuck you, accusing my fiance of that, everyone else was probably not talking to her because you don't see her in half of the, you know, you kind of just see her dawdling around in the party scene, but barely because her two friends in the show, the two guys were having sex with the other girls. So yeah, you're right. Hmm. Hmm. It's not Gabby's fault, India. Now I have to go defend a cast member of winter house. Sorry, Gabby. I forgot about that footage. So there you go. Apologizing. Well, winter house, we bid you adieu. I don't think I need another winter house ever. Like, let's just let it be what it was a good six episodes of our lives um i would do winter house again but i would mix it up more like i wouldn't just do summer house people and southern charm like yeah i would mix in some family karma oh Um, shit that would be good what else is there to mix in shaw's like i would just mix in the other shows not married to medicine but i'll mix in like shaw's family karma southern charm summer house just like and leave out kyle and amanda but i'm just yeah definitely leave out kyle and amanda do winter somewhere else like maybe colorado yeah i get nervous about southern charm with any cast of color though because that's where some shit's gonna be questionable it's like austin and sierra seem to do well so i I would something else that i don't see down the line for them but i would bring like leva like i don't see them with any cultural competency yeah no i would i would bring like leva i would bring i would bring brian and anisha from and what's his name? The yeah, I Brian and Isha. Yeah, Vishal. Those three would be great for yeah uh, house. From then- Shaz, I would bring Golnessa. Obvi, our girl. Um, Reza, I guess he has to be there. Um, oh, does he? I think Mike he'd be better. a fun guy. <laughs> Mike. Oh, do we have to bring Mike? What about? Reza and Gonessa from there and um London 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 Bridge. London no no London no, no, what's his name um who's the one that I always am like he's my soulmate but he's a psycho um with the light eyes the tall skinny one um the one who tried to hit on Gigi and oh um what's his name it's like a four-letter name I can't remember uh uh, I know who you're talking about. That's so sad. We both don't know. Jeez, what's his name? Clearly so relevant to the series. I know. I really don't it's know. With an N. Um, Nima. 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 So yeah. Golnessa, Reza, Nima from there. And then yeah. from Southern Charm, maybe. I Leva. said Leva. Because then she'd have the brown connection. Right. Right. Leva and maybe. I would bring Shep because I think even though he's yeah. a dumbass. I think he actually might be the easiest at cross culture. Maybe connection. Shep and then maybe Naomi so that she can love with Nima. Oh, mm. maybe not. Or Brian. Oh, no, Brian's not mature enough for, for Oh, Naomi. no. Brian does not have his shit emotionally together for them. Although yeah, no. he's really sweet. But no, but Naomi would be fun. Yeah. And then Which from be- Summer House, I would do Sierra okay okay maybe not maybe okay i would do we have to pick people who weren't on there already okay um shit who's that 
You're right. I think they did do <laughs> Let's bring back Hannah Burner, everybody. Just kidding. Just no. kidding. We'll do Never. Lindsay. We can do a Hub House. I would say Hub House is the only person who ever deserves a repeat because she's just always good television. Like, she's just so good. I would maybe consider then Amanda and Kyle because I wouldn't know who else. Carl. Oh, yeah. Carl. Okay. I would do Lindsay and Carl. Naomi and Carl would be cute. Yeah. Ooh, they would be. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think we have something here, guys. Or me and you do. When we see the next season cast and we see all of our choices on there, uh, we'll know who was responsible. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Send me checks. Yeah. (laughs) Pop of color, LLC. (laughs) um we do not miss appropriate funds here yeah oh not one hour in (laughs) (laughs) city india has been telling me that we need to make these succinct for the listeners and then i just will ramble about nothing we both do it's it's a it's a habit so i mean we can highlight salt lake city they do so we Oh, we did record the crazy timestamp episode. I was mm-hmm. in after yes. that. Yes. So I, I keep being like, we canceled that week. And I'm like, no, we didn't. I was absolutely. I was like, oh, yeah, I was in the cups. And I never even knew what that meant until I played it back. And I was like, in the cups. I was like, oh, drinking. Because <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, it's what? It's like a delicate term, India. It's a gentle way. Um, so there, so as I said, we didn't miss any Salt Lake City episodes, contrary to my popular belief. Pero, this is like, they arrived at this, like, Vail ski rental, they're having dinner, and Whitney and Lisa are competing to see who's going to say the more dramatic thing about Jen. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, she isn't who we think she is. And the other one's like, we're all in danger. And it's like, oh, calm down. It's not Jumanji. You're at dinner in Vail in a private vacation rental no one's in danger right also they all knew about her business beforehand so i don't know what this whole we don't know who she really is annoying like it's it's really like oh she's living a double life shut up y'all do you You don't even know if it's true or not do you think lisa is loyal or disloyal in general to jen not do you think she's right or wrong but do you think she's being a good friend to jen in this episode I don't think any of them are being good friends in Jen in this episode. I think Heather is. I think the fact that Heather brought up, like, I mean, one time she left my house at 11 p.m. and was yeah, picked up. Yeah, true, 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 true. Like, it's like all of you guys are just trying to play, like, Nancy Drew against your well, friend. All, yeah, they all are trying to, like, say, like, and here's something I know about her, and here's something I know about her. That is true. I think Jenny's the only one being neutral, which then she doesn't really know Jen. So it's like, what does she really have to, to say? Nothing. Yeah. I think they're all being bad friends. I think we need to phase Jenny out drastically. I'm yeah. down with her story. Um, I love that. Like they were talking about those test, text messages and Mary's like, I hired a PI. It's like, you did not need a PI to know those were coming from Jen. And she's like, the Jen said, not the Jen. The PI said that it was extraordinarily likely it was Jen threatening her son's life. And then she said on Watch What Happens Live, like, well, never had evidence that it was Jen. So I'm like, which one is it, boo-boo? Meredith is really, like, Meredith is treading this, like, area that I keep reading about in the book that the guy wrote, Dave Quinn wrote, about, like, the franchise of, like, 
if you just start drawing that line too harshly of like i'm not going to film with them or like your focus is just on like tearing down somebody else and you don't have any personal story like you paint yourself into a corner too where it's like then we have to cut you off mm-hmm. like if you don't have anything going on and because I feel then like, and, and because the fans like then don't is jen this season it's yeah. not and the fans don't like you and the like the results of like you know like the sh- viewings and who the fan favorite is and stuff you'll see like i think that meredith needs to be phased out too because she there's nothing interesting about her she's bringing really- nothing to the table and she just gives me like a gross vibe too like i don't think that there's any like sincerity or innocence like in her crusade mm-hmm. against him because like to me she just seems like this toxic person who just like cares about businesses and about money and about all this stuff more than about like human beings yeah i don't think that she really cares about much um that doesn't have to do with her and i think she's very fake about most of the things that she says so yeah none of it comes off as sincere Mm-mm. and then we have the morning after they're like making breakfast and they're trying to figure out it, who's going ice skating and who's going dog sledding and heather is putting bitches to work for breakfast and they're not liking it and i swear to you i would like mary to be admitted to a facility like she's mary is nuts she was like sitting there and like her face was twitching or it was like when jenny just said good morning to her and she can't even process like interfacing with human beings on a regular basis. It's like basis. she woke up and walked straight out of the room without waking up first. You know how like kids wake up? I mean, or I, I wake up that way sometimes or I'm like confused for a second, need like yeah. 10 minutes to process the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like she didn't take any time to process it. She just got up, walked out and was like, all right. And you can't be doing that on a group trip with people who aren't your family. Like- or on camera. I, I do not want to look like that on camera. <laughs> I mean, she clearly doesn't care. She she looked not well, and I was like, we need to <laughs> the doctor, like not a doctor, she crazy a psychiatrist, truly. And if you want to talk about your psychology background, like she really needs to go talk to someone about her. Trauma. She looked nuts. I was like, what is going on with her right now? Because I would never walk out. And I put Mary looks so hurt. LOL. Like I would never walk out looking like that. She just didn't look okay. And the way she came from behind Jenny, actually, like the juxtaposition of Jenny talking on the phone with Dewey, like, oh, I'm, I'm up. I'm such a morning person. And then Mary, you just see Mary walking behind her, like, with, the fa- with like a face. I was like, like a small child. And then to me, um, her rival with rivalry, me and these R's again <laughs> when I get Rivalry. Rivalry with Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> It was too many W's. She, um, I love it because it's like a battle of who do you hate less at any given moment because they're both awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like Whitney offer first offers, no, Mary's like, oh, you're just making an egg for yourself. And Whitney's like, do you want one? And Mary's like, okay. And then goes and microwaves it after to kill any the of germs. the germs. I was like, yo, them. the shade. I was like, I also don't think that's how that works. No, I I don't think so either. I was like, we know that you didn't finish middle school probably. So here we are, but I I can't with Meg. And I was like, not the egg. And then their choices were ice skating or dog sledding. This is when I got this whole scenario is when I went, uh uh-oh, this is feeling like Dallas where nothing they do is fun, but they're trying to convince you so hard of how much fun they're having yeah and like and because they actually most of them kind of have zero personality when you really like watch closely 
Like I think Heather and Mary have the most personality and Jen Shaw, which is why Jen Shaw's gonna outlast them. Yeah. Um, but like, oh I, first of all, I was like, I would like to do I would maybe go dog sledding, but honestly, I'd be like, neither activity, please. Can I go to the spa? Oh, like, I've always wanted to like go dog sledding, but I would not want to go ice skating. I'm not a big fan of ice I, I've tried once and I never again. It gave me blisters on the back of my feet and I said, F this, I'm never coming back. It's um, a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, that too. But I would like to go shopping and I would like to go dog sledding. So I would prefer either like what what like the first day, like, oh, let's go dog, all go dog sledding. And then the next day, like, let's yeah. go shopping into a spa or yeah. like a spa. You know what I mean? Like something chill. Yeah, I would definitely go shopping. But I would love to go oh. dog sledding. I love those little wolf hounds. Like they're, they're so very cute. cute. I would just want to play with them. I wouldn't want to make them sled. Me oh, around. but that's the that's the one thing, too. I would just want to play with them the whole time. Yeah. And then um, I loved when Mary compared Vale to Harry Potter World. I was like. (laughs) Did look like Harry Potter World. (laughs) That's what I said. I said, wow, Mary is right. It looks like Harry Potter World. Well, I was like, that's the one time I related to Mary because I went to Ireland for the first time three years ago. And I literally wrote in my caption, I was like, this is amazing. But if you go to Bush Gardens, it's almost the same. (laughs) Like you don't have to fly all the way here for the experience (laughs) it was one of my favorite places I've ever been like I was going through my photo library as my homework so you know keep cleaning out my drives um and I was like god it was really like beautiful we did a ton of fun things but I did say like you could just go on corkscrew hill and bush gardens and really kind of feel the vibe you know (laughs) no for real I'm glad that it's a good depiction. Bush Gardens is a really good job of imitating. I know I was going to say, good job, Bush Gardens. Oh, can we talk about how, two things. Mm -hmm. Can we backtrack and talk about Lisa Meredith discussing Mary? I guess. What do you want to talk about? I guess. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, now I don't know what I want to say. Oh, no. Um, So they were um, wearing their fuzzy chenille blankets. And Meredith was like, it's been on my heart that we've been talking about Mary behind her back. AKA Meredith is scared of Mary. Yeah, and, and then Lisa's like, Lisa won't. Lisa was just cryptic and was just like, "Well, I asked you to keep Cameron's confidences because they're my confidence." I was like, "No, no, no, Lisa, now you're doing too much. If you already spilled the beans about somebody else's business, no one's entitled to keeping it because you already spilled it." To start right with. out of, I like guess that. she was expecting that loyalty from Meredith, but then I'm like, it's all going to be on TV. So, but Lisa was not loyal to Cameron unless it was a plot to share it. You know what yeah. I mean? It was kind of like in Orange County when. Um, Shannon told Tamara about like the issues in her marriage and then Tamara told Heather who went and told a group of people you know what I mean like yeah and I'm like okay so you you put it you put him there that's the one thing I didn't like about a secret if one of us is dead yeah that's the one thing I can't I couldn't deal with with Lisa is that she set up for Meredith or someone because really it was supposed to be Whitney to meet mm-hmm. Cameron so that this all came out. But then it's like, you know, like Heather says, like, oh, you want to, you like, you cause enough drama, but not, and you know, you uh, just enough for there to be drama, but not so that people can blame you for mm-hmm. it. And I think that that's messy. Also dog sledding when Whitney was telling the guy like, oh, I'm AKA Austin, AKA guy that like, she was allergic to dogs and had to take Zyrtec. And had to take Zyrtec. And he's like, how old is Zyrtec? I screamed. (laughs) I screamed. Like, no, he did not ask how old is Zyrtec. She's like, the medicine? (laughs) Oh, my God. That was so good. 
Oh my god. And oh my gosh. They, so then the other three went ice skating, snooze fest. Their costumes yeah. were stupid as fuck. It was not funny. And then they're all like heading home. And Whitney did a rhyme about Lisa and was so fucking proud of herself. And I said, this is the whitest shit I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Also, Heather it's picking not up even, that candy. Let's not blame white people. Let's blame dumbasses because that was the dumbest thing I've ever yeah. seen. For the first also, time on this podcast, we're not blaming white people. It was just stupidity. Heather picking up that candy off the floor. I Ew! screamed. <laughs> like, really? Girl. You don't have money for another one? She was like, five second rule. And it's like, but girl, we've been our shoes. No, a dirty bitch. Sorry, I'm like really calling people names in this episode. But that was disgusting. Disgusting. That was that people like who do that on camera. What are you doing off camera? Because maybe you do that off camera, but and you pretend you don't on camera. But if you're already open, she's the type to accidentally drop a piece of pizza at the bottom of a trash can and putting trash all the way on top of it and then going back and getting it. I have a friend who I think listens to this. (laughs) (laughs) We were at a bachelorette party. And we went to 7-Eleven at the end and um, she, we walked outside and she opened her box of taquitos and they fell on the road. (laughs) She picked them up and ate them anyway. And the the worst part is like, baby, at least just do a wipe with your hand real quick. She was like, oh, I can taste like rocks. Shout out to my friend. You know who you are. It's still the best Bravery. Bravery. She was dedicated to the taquitos. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was like, yeah, you do what you need to do, but at least give it a little swipe of, like, anything that could be loosened. You know? Ew. Okay. It was... Hi, friend. (laughs) I, I, I'm not judging you. I promise. (laughs) Since I think her fiance friend. judged her, so it's fine. <laughs> like, since you're a Ruby's friend, I will not judge you. <laughs> I would just continue to oh, judge Heather. So good. Yeah, but Heather doing it on camera, like, that was different. That was in a private moment that I just made. And, public. I mean, it's the road, so, like, cars are mostly driving on it, and, you know, bugs going across it. However, like, your shoes, they have dog yeah. feces, pee, oh. dirt, bugs. India enough like everything start with feces i'm just keeping it real like that's disgusting i just felt all the blood rush out of my body and then you have a piece of candy when you have multiples of that candy in a bag yeah and decide that you want to eat it off the ground person disgusting well moving away (laughs) um we find out the next week she's gonna meet up with her sister and that's gonna be interesting to me because she like ostracized her sister for not being mormon and look at her now so can't wait and then we do like one scene where jen meets her lawyer and is talking about um what's it called the crimes that she's committed yeah (laughs) i'm like what is allegedly allegedly she has been accused of committing which is like wire fraud and money laundering and stuff like that. And um, all I wrote was just like, she pled not guilty. And she said that she's actually been helping people and that I just feel bad for her kids. Like I would love if there's some version in which like, it's true that like there was something she actually didn't do wrong, but I'm just like, 
not very uh, optimistic. I mean, I think that getting caught up in a lead lead generation scheme can be something that you weren't aware of. Like if it's as far as if she didn't know that the, that person was using the lead generation, like that she gave them to scam old people. Like if she, if they were like, Hey, like we are targeting like old people from the ages of 60 to 80 and so then she had like lead generation from that and then they used it for their own purposes. I think she could be not guilty. I'm like nervous that she's going to make sure that Stu Chains pays the bout of the crimes. And then like when he comes out of jail, he's going to come assassinate her or something. I hope not. Like I like give her an acquittal, them both. I hope that or the lawyers find some type the, of acquittal. Or have her do the Teresa Judice and like go to jail for a season yeah. and not even film while she's in jail. Well, even on, actually on um, Real Housewives of New Jersey, because I'm watching it right now, mm-hmm. like Teresa, like they didn't film while Teresa was in jail. Like they filmed after exactly. she got Exactly. I feel like they should do that with Jen Shaw to remind people of their place. <laughs> Meredith. Like, hey, like, nope, we're not going to film until she's back. Exactly. Probably would do something like that because um, Jen is a big part of the show. Also, when she said that she like someone else called her from her husband's phone saying Sharif was in the hospital and that she had to get there, like I didn't believe that though. I'm like, no, not at all. She had to come up with a story for it. Yeah. All right, and then they do the Bavarian party to close, which. I never liked this theme because no one looks good in those outfits. No, absolutely I don't care no if one. you're skinny and slutty or a little cherub looking like a little angel pie. Nobody looks good in those outfits. Mm-mm. And their shoes were terrible. Every single one of them. Everybody's shoes were so bad. And that's when you remember they live in Utah. Mm-hmm. I saw Whitney posted like an anniversary post for her and her husband for like 12 years. And if you look at those throwback pictures... Oh boy, ugly people cheat because they were not cute. <laughs> now I have to Woo! see this. Now I yes. have to see this. Please look it up right now. <laughs> Rose. Yeah. And then um, Heather, I think Heather, even without the husband, grew up very wealthy because like she was, she talked about how she went to Mexico to do the company thing for the little person. And now she's saying she was a missionary in the south of France. Are there people in the south of France that need to be converted to Mormonism? Like apparently, and trying to just find them wherever. Being with her host families because that's like a bougie ass food. Because I went to Switzerland once, and that was like the things that they serve. Um, <laughs> India's face is processing. The I should have held up the phone like Whitney and Justin Rose. It's um, it's quite a journey. It is a journey. Okay. She had that, like, Kate Goslin haircut. She did in the <laughs> That's why I held my... <laughs> That's why I held the phone up. You were three years older than us, and she's doing that haircut. I held it up to my face, like, is that her... Did she... Is she wearing a bun? A ponytail? Uh-uh. Nope. All right. Well, that's that. I'm glad you have that experience. But, um... <laughs> Mary, of course, is getting ready late and talking to herself and blaming the pandemic on her talking to herself. Mm-mm. That didn't start in the pandemic. And how she just looks at the camera like, oh, sorry. You can I'm really not. do a docu-series of just Mary existing. 
like just have a live feed on it all times because she is like an animal in the wild. <laughs> like something is severely wrong with her or in captivity. Actually. It's like she could be on a show like The Office where like she forgets like they're like she, a camera is recording her. And she's oh yeah, like, oh. she would still just be herself, which is a terrible person. Yeah. Um, I like, I think she was doing like, so we see her arrive like with the other girls and the girls are being all fake excited about like the eye sluge and the raclette and all this stuff. And she's just being super like antagonistic. And I think, and like, we find out later that Meredith had talked to her. I hate when they do that. Like they don't like air the scenes in order sometimes to do the flashback Mm -hmm. because then that would have given context to her behavior because again there's like housewives who like they get mad about off-camera stuff and then they bring it on to when you're filming and you just don't get why they're acting right because it just seems really sounds like she's really moody but yeah but it's like she's in a bad mood because something happened that put her in a bad mood and we don't get to find out what that is right um i did agree with her though when whitney came out with the shot ski (sighs) child if you want to talk about tacky i could not when she's like this is my shot ski and everyone needs to sign it it's like ma'am oh but see i would be so for it i think that that's so fun like to have like a party and to then just like all drink together and shot ski i mean to shot ski is fine but to have to like say like to make the statement that it needs to happen instead of be like hey who wants to do this oh yeah i think it could just be like the delivery yeah you don't have to take a shot out of any vessel that is created but not like this is my shot ski i brought it with me from salt lake city to sign like yeah it doesn't need to be all that she could have just been like hey guys who wants to shot ski i also have a sharpie if anyone wants to sign it yeah it's just the delivery of like she's always trying to make her moment that doesn't exist yeah i'm never really criticizing like the activities it's just the way that they're delivered yeah so i did like when meredith was like she just really needs a lot of attention whitney but then I'm like, I mean, Mary said that, like, Whitney just needs a lot of attention. And I'm like, so do you, Mary? Because yeah. I think she hates being in these group settings because she drowns out that thing at church or whatever, where everyone's mm-hmm. paying attention to her. So I think she doesn't understand that, yeah. like, she has to share the scene with other people. Can and we she talk about this melted cheese? Like, yeah, the raclette. We're talking about how they're rich. No, I said the melted cheese. That's the raclette. That's cheese? Raclette is the cheese that they're melting. Oh. I just me on India. I am not cultured. We've been fucking talking. <laughs> Sorry. I estimated too much from you. <laughs> Raclette. Okay, yes. Talk about the melted cheese, India. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. I just thought it looked amazing. That's yes. All. It is really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got that out. Also, Miss Meredith Marks was a drunk in this scene because she was like having a good old time at dessert. She ate more that night than I've ever seen her eat in the first two seasons of this show. Yeah. And then it freaked me out when she did her diet s'more recipe because I don't like um, like disordered kind of eating. Yeah, I'm chefs. like, not this diabetic like, s'more. I was just like, ooh, she's real loose tonight. And Heather talking about, like, they. this is the kind of s'more they have at fat camp. <laughs> I didn't like, too, when she was like, I could be the poster child for it. Because, again, I just hate, like, the negative self-image talk. Yeah. I feel some it's type the of way about that. The self-deprecation is, like, cringy. Yeah, like, I get that that's, like, they aspire to that in society. And, like, they're very, 
obvious people who care about that shit, but it still was super cringe. Oh my gosh, you can get a raclette grill for eight for 60 bucks on Amazon. <laughs> India's new fashion in life. There's one on QVC for $26.21. I'm sure it's amazing. There's an electric one on from William Sonoma and it's silver for $164. <laughs> Sorry guys, I am discovering. She's on a melted cheese journey. I'm I'm always on a cheese journey, so. Amazing. Wow, that looks bomb. Okay, anyway, moving forward. What what happens next? Um, they just Whitney. like, they just kept chatting. Like Heather and Mary had their fight. I, or Whitney and Mary had their fight. Didn't care. You know, Whitney just kept making jokes. Like, yeah. I'm excommunicated from her church. And then basically Lisa kept doing her cryptic shit and everybody was like, listen, we ignored all the signs of Jen and now look at us like sitting here looking like idiots. So are we going to do the same thing with Mary? Right. And then Meredith being like Lisa's best friend was like, look, I'm not going to keep doing this abstract, like religious trauma. Like what did he do? That was so traumatic. And that's when Lisa just spat out that like he mortgaged his house and gave her $300,000. Yeah. I was like, that's all you had to say at the beginning. But I think Lisa knew that she was planning a drama moment. So shout out to her. Yeah. Good, good television. And then they do like a fight next week about something. I don't know. I'm like not that into it. I'm into it, but I just. It just feels like a lot of like we keep just talking in the circle. It was like the Erica Jane. Like we're just talking the same circles about stuff. No one's. The story is the crime. Like we don't have anybody else's stories going on. I am into it, but I just want them to just like, come on. All right, let's get to it. Like, let's just get it out there in the open. And I guess next week is when Lisa talks to Mary about it. And then it's out in the open. But we'll see what happens because. Yeah, because that's like what I like about New York. And even Orange County is like a lot of things happen throughout the season. But Beverly Hills and um now salt lake do that thing where they like talk about it once and then they just drive it out for yeah. the, rest of the season. it's like this is extremely dull um so ultimate girls trip this yes i'm so excited for this brought on by bravo or whomever it's on peacock peacock is a sham because they made me buy peacock to watch these damn episodes um you know we're not all made of money so that's <laughs> fucking rude Ruby, you have $5 a month. <laughs> yeah, but I would like to use it to anything else besides <laughs> Ruby said she was being a pauper. I, is that I got said? a code, so it was actually $250 for each month. So I have it for two months for $5. She texts me like, I'm being a pauper. I don't want to pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't mean to be this person, but I need somebody I have, I think I have other connects for Peacock after the two months is up. So I was like, anyone that has Xfinity. Yeah, we'll just go over episodes one and two because they're being released like in a mess. And so we've just decided we're taking it upon ourselves to decide what we're going to recap. So we're just going to do one and two. And I'll let India do more of one's highlights because I didn't take notes for that one. Cause I was Great, because like, I didn't take many notes for two because I watched it and was like, I'll take notes oh, later. Look at us complimenting. I watched it like for entertainment and then I was like, I'll take notes later and then didn't have time today. So. That was one. Yay. Okay, guys, we are. Let's recap. <laughs> I'm excited for this Real Housewives, or Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. 
We've got all the favorites from every season going favorite on a seven-day trip. trip. Yeah. Fan favorites, maybe. I don't know. The ones that were available. All-stars. Because it was supposed to be called All-stars. Oh, yeah. We've got the All-stars from each um, city. city going to Turks and Caicos on a seven-day trip. And I am so excited. We've got Kyle. And I don't know why Kyle is the only one from the West Coast. Because she's the only interesting one, but okay. I feel like Lisa Rena, like Rena would have been, would have done. No, she would have done too much. Like ah, like it would have been a lot of noises and then like humping the ground. I think she would have been like a good party girl, but got into my nerves. But you know, good for TV. Um, We have Ramona and Luann. Not Ramona saying that Teresa's a scarecrow. Um, Mm. during the beginning, we've got Melissa, who says she's the only one who's friends with everyone. Which, okay. Um, then we've got Teresa, whose fiance is giving her a bracelet and cards to read. I'm like, he's doing a lot for camera. Um, mm-hmm. Her lips are so much because I'm watching, like I said, the past Real Housewives of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And to see her lips, her and Melissa's lips both transform, which I'm all for a woman doing what they want to do. But those lips, they're, they're, they're becoming trout lips. They are She's really. She's got to cut back. Yeah. She's got to take out the filler and start over. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so we're we they are. You've heard about Kenyon Portia. Oh, I mean, yeah. shut. <laughs> I turned to Ramona Kenyon. Oh yeah, no, no, I haven't forgotten because then I said Ramona flirting with the villa concierge Michael on the phone, which ill. Um, Kenya is there. We have Cynthia. They're both preparing. Kenya's her first trip away from Brooklyn. Fifty cent. And, yeah, and fifty cent saying um. All the girls were asking about Kenya and how she was going to be um, on the trip. You know, whatever, whatever. Um, let's see. Then they are on the private jet. I'm just moving forward. Because I'm just dragging a little the, bit. The intros didn't matter. Yeah. You're um, on the private jet. That's when the shit already starts. Yeah. So we're on the private jet. Shit's already starting. Um, we already know Kenya, whatever, with the... Cutting the umbilical cord ceremony. I'm like, this is stupid. Um, that was so dumb. I like, I think Cynthia always is like, you're such a good, like people want to be like, Cynthia's such a good friend, but she also does a lot of time, a lot of shit that's really stupid. Yeah. Like, what is that? Um, uh, what am I saying? Uh, Cynthia saying that Kenya should get the master. Ramona actually agreeing. So I was like, okay, when does it get bad? Because we're starting off good. Mm-hmm. Then they're doing flashbacks of everything, which I was laughing about. It's nice to see. I love a historical moment. I love that they're doing flashbacks throughout all these episodes because it's so good. Um, Then they're talking about their husbands and Kenya's like, you know, she's getting divorced. And Ramona's talking about her life and whatever, whatever. And then Kenya or Ramona calls Kenya a bitch. And then it just goes left from there. All the fighting, whatever, whatever. Ramona is like, all right, I apologize. Like, but obviously it's like stale. So they're all in the car. You know, Ramona keeps calling Kenya Portia. Do you think she's doing that on purpose? I'm nervous either way because either she's doing it on purpose just to get something out of Kenya. Because Ramona said it herself in the second Mm -hmm. episode. She Googles everybody. She researches everything. So I wouldn't be surprised if she did that just to like get under her skin. But at the same time, it's like, if you're not, then 
it's giving hints of racist, which wouldn't be shocked either. Yeah, it's giving hints of I racist. I think she is doing it on purpose because it's just like to like to pick the her enemy of like the whole series. I think who also like beat her, not beat her. Let me calm down. You know, I like my hyperbolics, hyperbole. Excuse yeah. Me. Um, but to pick the person that you had the most like antagonizing relationship with and constantly mention her, I think definitely. Um, yeah, for sure. Especially since like. Um, you know, there was that moment at the reunion where Portia hit her and then, or pulled her hair or whatever she did. And then now Portia has had like this redemption trajectory and Kenya still gets called the villain, you know? So like, let me call her that name. I think it was super intentional. Yeah. Quite honestly. Oh, Ramona. While they're at the house, Michael greets them, you know, Luann and Kenya looking at Michael like, oop, you're cute. Um, he was, Ramona. So- here Ramona is already starting like oh, i'm gonna use the bathroom i'm like this bitch is going to go find a room and that's exactly what she did i would have been so pissed mm-hmm. and then she wouldn't leave the room like they're all like oh let's give ramona the worst room the one without windows ramona gets in the bed then gets like takes a shower in the room so then it's, she can't leave it she's just so gross and it's like everyone's just like this is your behavior you're an adult all this stuff and it's like She's almost like 70 now. So now we're going to have to start like at some point we're going to be like, oh, we have to let her because she's so old. Like she's never going to learn. You know what I mean? Also, like imagine if she's still on the show and she's 70. Oldest housewife job. Oldest castmate. Like I'm all about like women of a certain age getting their time on television, but. She's not enjoyable. We need to stop. She's not. When she's apart from, you know, and I think that's the thing, like. Because she's been on New York and the, it's been a white cast, mm-hmm. she's kind of been able to like hide from like, mine is her calling people to help, but she calls everyone to help. It, that, that's not like, like a race thing. But I well, think that she, like we haven't been able to see like this other side of her because she has been with an all white cast. And even though she's been annoying with an all white cast on trips and whatever, whatever, it's just like, okay. But then when she's on a cast with like, black people like when she, like with ebony or on girls trip it's like whoa like you're just a lot and maybe it's because the girls of new york are like t- more tolerating whereas jersey girls black girls are not going to tolerate anything and even kyle didn't by the second episode honestly yeah like i think it's just um again read that book but not all diamonds and rosé because it gives like a lot of confirmation to our theories that like her Luann and Sonia are all monsters behind the camera now because they've been on so long and they just like force other people out. I think they should just completely clean New York cast out and just start over quite honestly at this point. I enjoy it. um, I I just want, if Dorenda were to come back, I think that they could do like Dorenda, Luann, maybe I'm living in nostalgia. You are. So I'm like Dorenda, Luann, Sonia, you're in the past and the future. Hmm? I said the theme of this episode is you're in the past and I'm in the future. I know. Oh, no, this is in the present. But yeah, I think she just got by for too long, like domineering other people. And now she has to actually like deal with the consequence, like of people who don't have to put up with their shit because they don't have to work with her regularly. Yeah. And it's just one week and they're like, shut the fuck up. Like, stop acting like this. I, for one, love it. Like, I love that Teresa didn't put up with her shit either when she found out about the Scarecrow comment. Yeah. And it was just like, hey, I also have 
six books four that were like new york times bestsellers and i have more followers than you like okay oh that was a move too but just the fact that i was like proving like i like also it's not like teresa is a scientist at mit but she's not that dumb she talks in a certain way but i do think that her intelligence is equivalent of ramona's quite honestly oh for sure and you know. I think she just doesn't like to flaunt shit as much as Ramona does. Cause like Ramona has this insecurity from however she grew up. Definitely. That she has to like and always Teresa be. has had smart people around her that have like helped her capitalize on her, oh, yeah. on her, on her grief. Yeah. Um, Cause so I that think also makes you smart. Teresa to is right more people. necessary to Jersey than Ramona is to New York. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. Ramona's just being the worst. Then she comes down in a see-through outfit with her thong and nipple covers. And I just Disgusting. scream. Um, she looks gross. Yeah. Absolutely gross. Um, also, and it's not even an age thing. It's like, if you're in a group trip with people you don't know that well, and you're wearing that, like, stop it. Like, and? Moment, yeah. Know? And I maybe say that for, like, later on down the road in the trip. You know, when you get to know everyone, everyone can be like, oh, yeah girl you look great but this episode everyone hates you yeah Yeah, everyone hates you this episode you're the villain and so no one want no one is encouraging of your outfit no one actually no one cares well even Um, kyle who's her friend doesn't like it yeah no nobody kyle's annoyed too Um, yeah i mean i always like kyle because she will be friends with anyone like she gives everyone a chance but she also like doesn't put up with people's bullshit yeah so there's a leak or a mole in the house. Someone is telling oh, yeah. the tabloids about what's going on. They think it's Kenya, whatever. They prepare to go to the contract, just speeding this up. They're at the contract. Ramona is, of course, running after John. <laughs> the restaurant owner. Yeah, the restaurant owner. Um, she's, an, she's another Paige DeSorbo. Like, her actions and her goals are not matching because... But it's like in the opposite way where she's like, I don't really want someone. But then she's like all over him. And it's like, okay, so what do you want? Because she also claims she's not a casual hookup girl. So, But I'm like, you've got to be casually hooking up. The attention affirmation. I can't get out of my brain the fact that like she poops like just kind of like on herself. Yeah. Like she needs defense already. What if she poops on herself during sex? Oh. (laughs) Oh my God. She probably does. Isn't it like, didn't they say it's like every time she bangs? You need to go to a doctor for that. Stop going to doctors for facelifts and that go to doctors disgusting. for putting a plug up your ass forever. Like, maybe she puts a plug up there when she's having sex, but ew, disgusting. I just. Whoop, whoop, whoop. We're done. We are done. Okay, now they're talking about. <laughs> I was like, well, she's good episode two. Yeah, I was like, basically they talked about the leak, who it was. Kenya said it wasn't her. Ramona said it wasn't her. Then they're holding Ramona accountable, saying she needs to apologize. I was weak at the adventures of the apologizer because... The montage. Ramona, I love these, like, flashback montages. It's giving me so much life. Yeah, So much good nostalgia. I think they do it because there's people, like, there's people who've only watched some cities, like, I watch Atlanta off and on, but like I may not watch it enough to know everything Cynthia has ever done, except probably because Cynthia's kind of boring. But like somebody else may not have watched Beverly Hills before or may not right. have watched New York. Um, or like I watched Jersey at the beginning, but I haven't for like most of the series, you know? So it's like 
those things are helpful to know. Like if you don't watch those ones, oh, this happened. That's why they're talking mm-hmm. about this and stuff so that you can kind of like merge all the viewers. And it's really smart of them because then you'll see something and be like, oh, maybe I do want to watch such and such show from the beginning. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, so that is the great part of it. Kimmy is saying Ramona's being an asshole. Cynthia pulls Ramona aside for like a come to Jesus moment. Ramona apologizes to Teresa about the scarecrow thing. And um, then they go back to the house. Yeah, whatever. Um, Ramona talking positively to Kyle about body image, which I think is so relatable. That was the first time I ever respected Ramona in like 13 years of watching her on television. Those are the moments that you're like, oh, Ramona's not such a monster. And then she makes you quickly, quickly remember. That was literally the only moment I've ever thought she's not a monster. And I there have really been a few. That. I thought I just thought like, oh look, she actually has seen something outside of herself for the first time because she will like do the supportive friend thing, but in a very like artificial way. Yeah. Um, but this was like a very sincere like, don't talk like that. Like that doesn't make sense. That's not healthy and stuff. So yeah. And since we know I'm pretty passionate about that too, like I was in very much in agreement where it was like, don't throw numbers around and like, what is your version of like heavy? Like there's other people who wish for that. Like skinny doesn't mean healthy you know what i mean like it's just yeah. such arbitrary stuff so like it really is if you don't have like an education around those topics or like understand what actually matters you know because of like what the perceptions of the world have like placed on us like don't get into that all that stuff you know what i mean and don't do that to yourself but she did come from a place of like i do like that she also brought up early like i had an eating disorder i have body image issues and like has really been honest about that because i think yeah yeah definitely Definitely agree. Well, we're on episode two, day two. So, episode two, day two. They're doing like, it was like they're all recovering from like this first day of seeing each other. And they have like a little like yacht set up in the daytime. And then they're going to have the Bailey Q at night. And I was like, not the Bailey Q. Because I have watched one or two I of them and <laughs> they're so stupid. They are funny, though, and I do appreciate the flashbacks reminding me of, like, hilarious-ass moments um, because they are really funny, but it's funny because of other people, not because of Cynthia. Yeah. Um, In the morning, we had Luann flash her body to everybody, and I can't think of someone... I mean, she and Ramona really are made for each other and that they're both so desperate for attention in different ways. But Luann's body is so sick. Like, she has abs. Calm down. (laughs) Like, not everybody wants to see vagina on a planet. I don't want to see vagina any day. Um, She's in a bikini. I can respect. I'm like, yes, beauty. But we don't appreciate, like, a strip club. I can appreciate, like... A but bikini that's moment. You're in, the right in, you're in the right environment in the strip. Or club. like if my friend is changing and like, oh girl, look, your vagine is so pretty. Like I don't <laughs> mind saying stuff like that. <laughs> but only warranted, like never in a pervy way. Like it's yes, never yes. like, ooh, let me look. <laughs> <laughs> you're like bent over, like checking your oh bend God. over, cough. <laughs> Not Bend over, legs wide. <laughs> Let me see what you're working with. <laughs> Ew. We're just yeah, set. it was a lot for 8 a.m. But for breakfast, no thank you. No, no, no. I would just like some eggs and avocado toast. That's it. Yeah. No tuna. Thank you so much. And then 
they get ready they go on the catamaran and like they were kind of chatting like I missed a bunch of the stupid stuff but um I did think it was interesting like when they were saying like who did you know the most before and who did you know the least I had no idea that Luann and Cynthia were so close that she invited Cynthia to her wedding. Me either. I was shocked. But I guess that's because we didn't, did we even see um, Luann's wedding? No, we just saw like very small clips. Yeah. Um, And then um, that Kyle, I think the other one that surprised me was how much Kyle and Melissa knew each other before too. Um, Oh yeah, because they hang out. Yeah, like, and and they were clearly like very close, like on that first episode when they were talking and decided to be roommates and stuff. So you have to be like comfortable enough with someone to do that. Like she said, they went on like double dates with their husbands or traveling and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I really like that about Kyle. Like she's really good at making friends with like not just the person but like with the couples. And she's not needy. Like she can, Mm -hmm. like she was like, just give me the room at the bottom. I don't care. She just I think, with the flow she, I think people are gonna get to see like who watch Beverly Hills can actually see like the true version of Kyle on this series because it gets oh, oh wasn't me for once I was like what I know I <laughs> I spread my hands open and smacked <laughs> my mic <laughs> like a professional I looked over like what did I hit <laughs> <laughs> no it was I <laughs> um I feel like Beverly Hills like people come for Kyle the way they would come for Bethany out of like that envy of her like job security. Mm-hmm. And so like, there's always something about Kyle and everyone has a problem with Kyle. But I thought in this season, you actually, especially because she's alone. And I feel like that had to be kind of intentional by the creators. Like you just get to see her for who she is and not in relation to anyone yeah. else. Because I think that's like a true version of her, like where she's super low maintenance down to earth and just like wants to have a good time and like, enjoy herself so justice kyle. for kyle and then i also wrote that the show has really made me like Teresa because like there were just so many years where i just couldn't deal with Teresa because she would do a lot of the like playing dumb and like not understanding things and it's like obviously you do get it so like why are we in this situation and um i think like she just like also come off really down to earth and like honest and all that stuff so like i really like the way that we have like the cross franchise, like combinations, like the connections, like her talking to Cynthia and Kyle talking to Ramona and all that stuff, because then you just kind of get to see like- And Kenya and Melissa are hitting it off. Like her, her, Kyle and Melissa, Kenya, Kyle and Melissa are like a little triangle at some moments Mm -hmm. where they're just all like, where the all three of them are just like getting along like BFFs. And I actually like it. Yeah, it's very interesting. Cause like, um, I haven't seen a lot of seasons with Kenya in them, but like, I just always know that they have her as the villain, but it seems like she actually is like quite friendly with people. Yeah. And quite fun. Like I like seeing the fun side of her. Yeah. Um, and I was actually surprised she was getting along with everyone. I thought she would be a villain along with Ramona, but no, no, Ramona was just being herself, which was enough to be a villain. Yeah. I just wish they wouldn't give her so much energy. Like I wish if they just saw Ramona walking away or doing whatever, they just like iced her out. And then she would just complain about being not included. And then we don't include you because you are selfish. Instead of like trying to get her to be held accountable because she's never going to do that. No, Mm -hmm. never. Then we get to the, they go home. We get to the Bailey queue. Um, Kyle's drunk as fuck, which is one of my favorite Kyle's because she's Mm -hmm. just like blow drying her hair being Beyonce. (laughs) Melissa's like, are you done? And she's like, not yet. (laughs) And just dancing around. I liked all of them dressed in red because they're going to wear red or get red. Um, I love that Luann didn't know what being red meant. <laughs> I was like, Luann, they do it to you every season. Someone different does it. Because <laughs> it's either Sonia it. or Bethany or Ramona. 
some or Dorinda, somebody reads you every single <laughs> And then um, the one like detail where I was like, tacky was um melissa name checking that she wanted a glass of camus like monique samuels used to do all the time and i'm like that's one winery in the world yeah like calm down there's literally thousands that are just as good if not better like congratulations so i hate when people do that i think it's tacky and then i'm also wondering if like because Kyle just turned 50. I'm wondering if she's starting to go through menopause and maybe she's getting more sensitive about all this body image stuff. Because it just seemed like very charged. You know what I mean? It did seem very charged and like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this. Like, it seemed very like goody two shoes. But then I'm like, but then I'm also like on Beverly Hills, do they ever, would they ever play this game on Beverly Hills? They would. But they'd be fake about it. They'd be like, yeah. everybody wins this one because it's like very participation medal on Beverly Hills. Yeah. I didn't know why Kyle was being so like weird about it. But Cynthia was clearly That was pissed. the only thing I could think of just because of her age. And then the fact that like she already started yesterday talking or the first day talking about like what her weight was and just like not being able to be relaxed and stuff like that. But I like it like good. for somebody who couldn't be relaxed, like, I love that she and Luann, like, I usually don't have a lot of compliments to say about Luann, but I do like that, like, they went into the water and actually went swimming and actually did activities instead of just, like, sitting around all day. Yeah. Because, like, if I'm by the water, like, I need to be in the water. I need to be just, like, actually enjoying the place where I am, not just, like, on my phone taking pictures of myself. I need to mix up the two. Like, I want to be part in the water, part chilling, taking pictures. Oh, yeah. No, not taking away from taking pictures. Just, like, also go... actually do things yeah for sure at the opportunity to see like you know i'm not gonna get on those little um power jets that they do in fucking below deck or something oh i love jet skiing no jet skiing's fine the one where they are standing oh never never that but yeah i am very much enjoying this little series it's like a little weird because it's like very open about like the fourth wall situation of like, oh, blah, 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 Instagram, blah, 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 appearances, you know, like Ramona ditched when like Luann was talking about Tom, which honestly, hot take, I would have too, because I don't give a fuck about Tom anymore. Like, I know the story is new for the other people, but like, if I were Ramona, I've heard that story so many times, I'd also leave Luann. I don't think you would. I don't think you're that rude. I think you would have, you No, I would have just rolled my eyes. Like, I'm really good at making it seem like I'm listening. So I would have just like rolled my eyes and kept drinking and like just looked at the waiter and been like another. Yeah. And then just like taking it. I would have played a drinking game with myself where I'm like, take a shot every time you hear the name Tom and then like falling off the boat. (laughs) Or you would have been like, so sorry. Like I like, you know, you know, I'm there for you girl with, with this whole Tom thing, but I've got to use the bathroom. Yeah. That would would have been the way you would have got out of it. Yeah. You would have been appropriate. Whereas Ramona's like, excuse me, I'm going to get up. And it's like, yeah, I'm just saying I don't blame her for not wanting to hear it. Yeah, she was over it. I obviously would have a triply more polished, just like hideout than fucking Ramona. She's just very crass. Like, I think that's the thing. Ramona is very crass and curt about some things. Yeah. That pisses people off. Like, I I don't like crass people. Yeah, she just has no um, finesse. No, none. So, yeah. Was that the end? That wasn't the end of the episode, was it? I don't think I finished. 
I just got to where they were getting to the awards and Kyle's like, I don't want to vote. These are stupid. It's funny. Oh, I was like, oh, no, and Cynthia. Then I was like, Cynthia was pissed. Cynthia was mad because like not because then like Kenya played into it and there was somebody else. Yeah, sorry. They like went into some of the questions and like sometimes people would play, but then they half wouldn't play. Like everyone, like no one wanted to be the first person to like say something shady. Basically, it just became like a game of like uplifting everyone versus shady. Yeah. It's just Which the wrong cast to do it with. Like, and yeah. if they, like, you know, and I think it's be good. Let's see if I can find it. And I think being shady and a fun way requires, like, you know, like a roast requires mm-hmm. you guys to all know each other, like, and really know each other to know that, like, you're not intentionally trying to hurt each other's feelings, you know? But oh, when yeah. you don't know each other and you're just a cast full of people just, like, put together, you can't play games like that. Then the cast, the fun, the, the it's not a game anymore. It becomes, like, personal because it's like, you don't even know me, bitch. And also, I think Cynthia needed to not take it so seriously um, because also, like, if you're doing a group trip or a game or something like that, like, you can't control what people want to do. You can't force people right. to do because they're not going to have fun if you, like, yell at them, like, fucking dance moms and you're like, we're going to have fun! Like, yeah. that's not going to work. So you have to like go with the flow. Like I've been into enough bachelor parties and 30th birthdays to know that like if somebody's not feeling something, just pivot. Like it. go do something just else. Pivot. Go figure out right. something that people want to do. It ended up being nice and like making them like just continuing the good vibe because they're all discussing like, I think that I love this about you or you have a great body. Like it was like became like an uplifting moment which connected them, which is mm-hmm. good for them throughout the rest of the trip, you know? Not like starting off shady on day two. Oh, this is the one that's going to be good. The cast you can play this game with is the season two cast because they're already filming the All-Stars 2. Really? They're filming it in the Berkshires. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right because it's like Phaedra, Dorinda. Dorinda, Jill, Taylor Armstrong, Brandi Glanville, Tamara Judge, Phaedra Parks, Ava Marcel, and Vicky Gumbelson. That is like a and the avengers infinity war yeah <laughs> like that's gonna be wild that's one that they needed to put ramona on because she would not have been able to handle anything that would have been a lot and then i'm trying to see who what so in this one they have orange county they don't have jersey but they have the same um new york beverly hills and atlanta yeah just imagine which they are like the three danielle scarbo on there yeah Danielle or like Ziggy yeah but they just can't make a cast any bigger than like seven or eight people because then you don't get focused stories right so what they did is they switched out Jersey for OC for this one yeah because it's supposed to be like ex-housewives or something like theme like they're all like ex-housewives yeah this one's all ex so that one's gonna be nuts well I can't wait second episode was good Cynthia's just yeah, annoyed. That's really all it was. I think I had like ten minutes left to it before it was time for us. But to it's record. like it's obvious that Cynthia is annoyed not only because Kenya came late or because of the game, but she was already irritated because Kenya was on the boat getting you know like being she very was, like, cheeky with Melissa. She was jealous, thing, which is weird because it's like you're friends with Luann, you're friends with Kyle, you're getting along with Teresa. Why can't why Kenya can't Kenya have like make her own name. friends? And I feel like it was also because Kenya was kind of like showing up. Like, you know what I mean? Like she was showing up in the sense of like people were getting along with her more than Cynthia. Mm-hmm. 
Like Kenny was being the fun one. She was the one that was drinking, yeah, the one she, that everyone like, wanted Cynthia to dance with and be she around. She was going to be that person. And Cynthia and thought, yeah. And then when it turned out that people actually really liked Kenya, she's like taken aback because she wasn't prepared for that. Mm-mm. Which I, I think is a breath of fresh air for Kenya. Of I like really everyone like it. loving like her. I have not really watched a lot of seasons with her, but I don't think she's as bad as everybody makes her out to be. Like she does some <laughs> shit, but. Yeah, she's not as I bad. Think like, positive things about her she too. does calculate shady things to stay relevant on tv but i think she has a good heart i think that she's a good person and she just has a character that she plays on atlanta <laughs> but is a actually a good person that people because yeah. i don't think candy would be friends honestly with someone who was a bad person no candy doesn't fuck around uh-uh learned and her and friends. candy are like really good friends so yeah i agree but yeah that was it i mean we covered a lot that was a lot to to cover um so we next week we'll do episode three and four and yeah. we'll only have salt lake because we won't have Warner house so yeah and um we could twin like say something about orange county if we want to we can just yeah. say if it'll be a good or a bad season but i don't know that i really want to uplift orange episode county one as a franchise yeah. on our on our show yeah we'll just play that one by ear say little comments if we have them but not no pressure to cover it um, and take notes yeah. yeah i'm not putting pressure on myself for that We'll see what happens though. Might might surprise. No, we'll just us. enjoy Salt Lake and Girls Trip, and then yeah. we'll have Miami coming number eleventh, I think. So. so excited for that! I'm or, also yeah. catching up on Miami or day. rewatching Miami, which is so interesting because I forget that Alexa was married or Alexis was married to. Um, I watched Cocaine Cowboys about the drug dealers in Miami, and she he was like caught up in that like in that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that she was, and the fact that like the other lady, what's her name? Her husband was the lawyer for Sal and um, the other guy, and she was on the show too. I'm like, yo, like I was rewatching, like what's in ours? I don't know what India's talking about, but hopefully you do. Maybe someone has watched Cocaine Cowboys and can <laughs> comment and say yes. I just can't believe we're gonna have to watch Lars the Pippin again. Yuck. I forgot she was on it. Well, she was on it on the first season, but I, I think bringing her back because she was so messy with that um, basketball player or whatever. Yeah, Scotty Pippen. Well, Scotty Pippen cheated on her. So no, not with Scotty. Like she broke somebody else's marriage up like last year. With, like, oh, like, I forget. I forgot about that. And she was with Future. What? Yeah. I mean, who wasn't? Never mind. Yeah, that that being part. with Future <laughs> is also just like being a human in the world. Yeah. Oh, an Instagram ho who is with Future. There we go. Sorry, Sierra. You're the only good person. Yeah, you're the only kind one. All right, guys. I guess that's anything else, Ruby? Nope. As Andrea said on Winter House, Arrivederci. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next week. Bye.